Hercules here, and welcome to the Spark Show, where we got comedy, news, and two forgettable digs. With Sparks, you've got tiny wrists. Pike hates French toast, and your children. And you, the committee. Yo, what up, fucker? Subscribe now and become a committee member. Let's rock. That's what I'm talking about. Hello. Hey, buddy. How are you? Good. Good, good, good. Glad the weekend's over, right? Ah, (laughs) what a drag that was. Oh, God. Get get me some work. Uh, Can't wait to start that work week, bro. It's my favorite time of the week, Monday morning. Mm, mm. Love it. I agree. Hmm. What was your weekend like? Oh, man. I feel like we're at the office. We're making small talk. I uh, was, uh, you know what happened? My brother came to town with his lovely family. So it was the first time I saw him since 2019. Wow. Yeah. Which, Which brother? Been a long time. My older brother. He uh, lives in Washington, D.C. He drove on up. He's got two kids and a wife, and they're all very awesome people. So it was exciting to see them. And it was the first time my children got to play with his children, their cousins, in uh, since 2019 as well. So it was just, you know, like, oh, my God, look how much you've grown. You know, one of these things. Dude, yeah. Uh, yeah. It was cool. Do they like each other? Do they yeah, get along? Oh, yeah, yeah. They get along. They play really well together. And, uh. Yeah, it was cool. It was great. It was, you know, it's my son's first like sleepover. He's never had a sleepover before, so it was like one of those oh. things. Yeah, so it was a uh, it was a fun weekend. Right. You know, eventually they're gonna punch each other in the face at some point. Like that that will happen. Well, he's got two girls. My my brother oh. has two girls, and I have a girl oh, and a boy. So it's a very yeah. different dynamic than just all boy cousins. Yeah, got it. <laughs> <laughs> Very different dynamic, yes. But I know what you mean, because obviously you have boy cousins and you're a boy. And uh, that's exactly what you do when you're just all dude cousins, yeah. Yeah, it gets rough. (laughs) You you roughhouse a little. It goes too far. And then you just punch him. Yeah, it it always ends with someone crying, is how it usually usually happens, yeah. But there you go, man. So I feel like life is starting to turn... You know, turn the corner here, get back a little bit to normal. Another thing that's normal, uh, I booked a trip last night with my wife. Ooh. I know, Pike. I know. Wow. I'm a little nervous about it, to be honest. Give me the details. What's your itinerary? We're coming to Florida. Oh, really? The state I live in. The state you live Mm. in. But we're going to Miami to visit family. Oh, um, okay. But maybe we can meet well, up. I'm not sure how this whole thing's gonna work. Like, yeah, but it's like three three hours or so. But I saw a flight. I had to jump on it, even if I don't know. Even if there's a massive another outbreak of COVID or whatever, I had. I was like, whatever. Who cares? 
dude, round trip, we're paying $220 for four people to fly to Miami from Cleveland. Dang. I was like, that's how really do you, good. 220 bucks for four people round trip. Yeah. How do you deny that? How do you, I was going to drive, but I was like, I think COVID's worth it at this point. Like, what are we doing here? Gee, seriously. <laughs> I mean, is that direct flights? Yeah. Direct. Yeah. Boom. What's the airline is one of the, one of the crashy airlines. <laughs> Which is fine. Like, I think we've talked about it. I have no problem risking my life for some cheap airline tickets. Yeah. Definitely one of the crashy airlines. So take a guess. It's, it's a, cra- a crashy airline. It's got to be It's got to be Spirit. No, it's not Spirit. But it's on par with Spirit. It's Sun Country? No. No. It's Frontier. Yes. It's Frontier. Okay. <laughs> I turn to my wife. I go. Ooh, frontier and a pandemic? Ooh, I don't know, nice. man. I'm not sure. But then, dude, it was $27 a person. How do you each way? Unbelievable. Like, how oh, do you yeah. deny that? Yeah. And it was it was in the perfect, it was in the sweet spot. You know, you leave at like 1130. We're getting there at like, I don't know. Uh, 1 30 something like that yeah. you know it was like right in the afternoon i don't have to get up early the kids aren't gonna be you know oh yeah like wicked tired or anything like that so it's just you know I, it was just perfect so i was like yeah. if, what what a steal sometimes they're cheap but it's like oh yeah you're flying out at midnight exactly you know and exactly. you have to leave at five in the morning yeah it's just yeah oh great so Damn. i'm thinking we got to pay for our seats so we sit together Pay for our seats, pay for luggage, pay for parking. If I'm walking out of there, 500 bucks round trip for a flight for four people, I, yeah. you can't you can't beat that. You can't beat that. No. So that was my Me idea. Too, uh, if I'm out yeah. 200 bucks, I'm out 200 bucks, whatever. And how cool that of the family you're going to go visit, like, oh, they just live in Miami, you know? So it's like, it's a vacation. It's not just a... I don't know if you like these family members or not. I do, yeah. Oh, these are the better well, even even better. And you yeah. get to do it you get to take your talents to South Beach. Wow. <laughs> oh, do not say those words. Not on this show. It haunts me to this day, those words. Uh, I figured. <clears throat> All's been redeemed. He got us a ring though. So I can't complain. But yeah, so things, dude, I don't know about you, but things are starting to feel a little bit more normal. On my end here, more and more people I know are getting shots, they're getting scheduled, they're getting in. You know, I feel like hopefully the economy starts to turn the corner here in terms of jobs. So I'm thinking, yeah. uh, I'm thinking 2021 is looking a little up, which is good. Yeah, it seems like traffic is getting worse, which is, you know, shitty, but also a good sign. People a good sign, yeah. Working, going to work. So yeah, things are. I'm eligible today for the vaccine. I'm not getting it today because you can't just walk right in and get it, but I'm signed up. So hopefully any day now. I bet you'll get in within a week, hopefully. within Really? Oh, wow. I would imagine, yeah. I mean, you, you got to just start checking it. You got to go. By the way, if you're uh, listening to the show, check out vaccinefinder.org. That's how I got mine. Uh, it's ran by the government, 
it's not like some weird dude in a basement that's gonna steal all your shit. It's uh, someone in the government who's probably gonna steal our shit. No, it's um, it's it, it's easy because what they do is they link all the pharmacies together into one like portal, so you can essentially it'll say what's your zip code, what's the mile radius you're willing to drive to, and then it gives you all the pharmacies in that radius that have the vaccine in stock, so you can easily book an appointment at the place that has one in stock and that's how you do it so vaccinefinder.org that's how i got my vaccine that's what i used and obviously highly recommend anyone getting the vaccine Uh, i think we're gonna probably all have to get it again in the fall that's what is how i'm thinking you know what i mean you're gonna need another booster going into flu season kind of a thing so that's discouraging i didn't know that well you know you gotta think your body is gonna build up that immunity is gonna wear off and all these variants yeah. are flying around. I imagine we'll have to just get this every year eventually. But going what, into, they're saying it's not going to be like everyone gets a vaccine and then it just tapers off and it goes down. It actually is going to, it ebbs and flows like the flu. When the air gets drier during the winter months, spit droplets and sneezes and everything goes a little farther. It becomes more contagious. And that's why flu season's in the cold months. And so, they're going to say it's probably, first of all, it's not going away. We're going to, it's going to be here forever, but hopefully it gets down to a point where it's like the flu. Right. And you just get a shot a year and you're good to go. So we'll see what happens. We'll see. Yeah, I saw they, after six months, the Moderna, or maybe it was Pfizer, was still testing like effective, almost good. Okay. 100% effective. Yeah. That's all. Awesome. That was six months. So we'll keep. It's weird because, you know, you don't know. We're, as of now, we only know six months of shit. Dude, we are all guinea pigs at the moment. But, uh, yeah, I feel hopefully everything is turning the corner here for some uh, normality again. And at least we can just deal with hard shit without a pandemic on top of it. Because that, that was, dude, 2020 was rough. It was rough for a lot of people. So hopefully it's going to be a little bit better. I know I'm hoping it's going to be a little bit better. So either way. Should be good. Oh, dude, let's here. Let's kick off the show. That right there is non-financial advisor at Pike Taylor Radio. Non-professional. And I got to stress that today because, good Lord, do we have a, like, touchy subject. We're talking about trading options today, okay? So, if you're a member of the SEC, don't yell at me because I, too, am not a professional in the financial world, I am not a financial advisor. I am an amateur. This podcast is strictly for entertainment purposes only. Do not sue us. I am not saying to trade options, okay? But damn, I'm going to give you just the the financial tip of the iceberg on the old trading options thing. This is what people make their whole lives about, dude. This is their whole career, their livelihood. They write books. They teach classes. They, It's crazy. It's a crazy world we're going to enter today trading options but we get asked questions all the time about hey man what's the what is stock options what does this mean how do how do i get on trading stock options and all uh okay we're gonna dive into it big time and uh we'll see what you think pike see what you think about trading I'm options. i will say this is the this is the horniest i've been for uh, any of our topics and not that the other ones weren't great but this one's got me revved up ready for it 
You know what's revving me up is the fact that Sangre de Pero, Sangre de Pero has signed up for the Patreon. Oh yeah. Patreon.com oh. slash Sparks Radio. Latest member of the special committee, Sangre. He's the lost cat over there on YouTube. He's always commenting. He's always writing. He's joining us live. Love it. He's a member of the special committee over there on Patreon because he said, and I quote, Damn it, Sparks. You moved five on Friday to Patreon only? Looks like I'm signing up. So there you go. He's now jumped on there for the five on Friday that we are moving exclusively to Patreon. Members of the special committee sign up. Patreon.com slash Sparks Radio. The link is in the description. So make sure you hit that up because, yes, that's how. That's the only way you're going to get the five on Fridays coming on up here. He did that for several reasons. You want to know the reasons? Listen to Friday's episode. That's the last free one. All right, there you go. With that out of the way, Pike, let me ask you this. Sure. Are you concerned about tan lines? A little bit. <laughs> yeah, well, not like crazy, but I don't want, like last summer I worked at a golf course and I golfed, either was golfing or working at a golf course every day, almost all day. I remember so, by the end like, of the summer, hey, bro. Yeah. Can we push the podcast back? Because I think I'm going to play 36 holes today instead of my old regular 18. Seriously. What a time. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I was like black, you know, what? on my forearms and my face. I was like very dark. Okay. Not black, obviously. So you're a black but, face is what you're saying. Is what you're saying. No, no now, wonder you well, concerned nobody about said it. That. You're like, oh no, <laughs> it's not intentional. I know. I swear to God. Uh, <laughs> I'd also and then, be so like, come like Fourth of July, and you know, last summer, thankfully, like there wasn't a lot of opportunities to strip down in front of people, but it was disgusting when I did. I mean, just pitch white, super dark. So. Uh, I'm trying to even it out. Like we've been to the beach a few times here and we have a pool at the apartment. So yeah, I'm trying to, trying to even it out just more on the like torso area. Like I don't care about my thighs or my, you know, genitals. <laughs> <laughs> like those, those guys are kind of weird miscolored anyway. Then that's just how it's going to be. But if I can control my torso, great. I I completely relate. Yes, exactly. There's yeah. only like two Are people that see that that side of you, right? The genitals. Yes. Yeah. Right. But uh, and the, from like the high thigh up to the waistline. Right. Okay. Your spouse and your parents, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> but that's it. And maybe a doctor. <laughs> I was going to say yourself in the mirror oh. when, you're, when you're showering. Of course. Yeah. That was assumed. Yeah. And the yeah. the spouse, you know, the lights are usually off. So that doesn't really, you know, it doesn't really, doesn't really affect. Yeah. But boy, when you study your body in a mirror, there's nothing good that comes of that. You know, when you're looking, you're looking no, too closely. No, yeah. Not good. Man, I feel the same way about enough of the HD. I feel like we're going, you know what I mean? They're starting to talk about 8K now. It's like, guys, oh God. 
how much definition do we need on these things, dude? We don't. Yeah, nobody's face looks good. Nobody. When you re- when if you really look at it. No. No. It's like remember the universe, how gorgeous it looked. Then we got the Hubble Space Telescope, and we're looking, you know, like on each crater of the moon. It's awful. It's guys. It's yeah. not a good look. We don't need that. Okay, we don't need old moon thighs going around here. Just standard definition. That's all we need. Okay, I want everyone to be nice and smooth and pixelated, so we don't have to worry about anything. Just think about how many news people are going to lose their jobs. Oh you man! Know, like anyone, anyone over thirty, once they upgrade, it's going to be like, oh god, look at this person. Have you ever seen a news person yeah. in real life? Yeah. Dude. Yeah, not the same. Not the same at all. First of all, mm-hmm. they're all frighteningly thin. They're all really, really skinny. Have you ever noticed that? Yeah, I would be too if I was on TV every day. I mean, I'm not <laughs> like, that's just me. Yeah, you don't have to be if you don't want to. But like, that would talk about motivation. Hey, like every day, the whole community is going to be looking at you. I'm like, okay, well, that. Makes me want to not look totally shitty. Yeah, I know. They start becoming a little vain. Then it controls your life. Mm. Then you're always concerned about, oh, no, I'm going to look fat on Monday. Yeah. Fuck yeah. that. That's awful. I mean, we're on, we right. do this show here. You know, we're streaming this one live. We look it's awful right now. Horrible. And we, we, and we do nothing to improve it. Not at all. It's just, yeah. I mean... Clearly, both of us just woke up and we look like shit and feel like shit. Huh. Yeah. I don't know why that is. I'm (laughs) finished. Okay. Hey, uh, Sparks, let me ask you this. Yeah, Pike. Yeah. What are your thoughts on the show, Friends? Not a fan. Popular. Not a fan. I'm finished. (laughs) <laughs> really? No, 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 no. You don't care. Not a fan of Friends. I don't think it's funny, dude. I've never laughed. I mean, my wife loves it. She that was like what her favorite show for a long time. I I don't know. I I miss the whole boat, dude. And I'm not saying it's not funny. I'm just saying I didn't find it funny because I know obviously a lot of people found it funny. And uh, I'm the odd man out here. But I, I totally just didn't. I never watched it when it was on. I don't know the characters. I don't know the the plot. Although the one lady has nice hair. That's all I know. The one lady? Are you talking about Jennifer Aniston? That's it. Great hair. And she's like super famous otherwise, you know? Yeah, but she's like mostly like- famous because of her hair. Well, I think she's got some acting cred to her as well. <laughs> Does anyone say, Jesus. hey, Jennifer Aniston, what an actor? No. Nobody says that. No. Now she's like older, but still looks great. So that's that's all everyone says now. It's like, wow, she looks pretty good for 50. Oh, that's sad. Yeah, you're right. No, Nobody does comment on her acting. Yeah. Nobody's but, like, wow. It goes, uh... Meryl Streep, Jennifer Aniston, 
Yeah. <laughs> I can't think of any other you, act. I know. You, you were struggling. <laughs> Meryl Streep is good. Meryl Streep. <laughs> One of the greatest of all time, but I'm trying to think of a female actor that, uh, you know, I, I can see all their faces. I, I'm bad with names, dude. I'm bad. I don't know. I don't remember another one. Well, you got to include the woman who's won an Oscar, a Tony and a Emmy. You're right. Whoopi Goldberg. Yep. She's got Thank an EGOT. You. Whoopi Goldberg. She's no Whoopi. Okay. No Whoopi. Whoopi Goldberg. People talk about her. Her talents, not her hair. You understand? Because her hair is wild, dude. She's got no eyebrows. She shaves them off. That's crazy. That's a crazy thing. And then she's got, like, she's got, like, these, are they dreads? The braids? I believe so. I think they're, well, I don't know. I don't want to, I don't want to say for sure, but, but bro, I like it. it they, they look like they're, like, 30 pounds. Yeah. Talk about a head of hair. Oh, my God. Good Lord. She's a beauty. She uses it as a weapon, right? She, like, flies, flips those things around. Imagine that. Imagine getting hit. You can feel it almost, can't you? Just like, oh, like, it wouldn't knock you out, but it would be annoying. I'd be like, hey, fuck you, you know? Yeah, I know. God damn. Plus, her name's Whoopi, and that's, like, the 50s version for sex. Yeah, you over there making whoopee? And she's like, yeah, <laughs> my parents were. <laughs> what a crazy first name. Hey, what's your first name? Uh, my my first name is Knocking Boots. My brother is Bumping Uglies. Uh, my sister is Fornicate. Hey, we call her Forney for short. My cousin's names are be- all, yeah. Just doggy style, just different positions. Okay. <laughs> My cousin doggy style. <laughs> it can't be a real name. It's not a real name. I hope not. It's a weird name. No. It's you a weird name. know what a real name, name is? What's her weird, weird? Yeah. Please make it super normal. This is, oh my God, it's the most normal. It's Taryn Johnson. <laughs> you got to be kidding me. <laughs> what? She's over there making whoopee, see? Hey, put those rutabagas back in the case. We gotta get out of here because we got the coppers hot on our trail. Yeah, and Whoopi Goldberg heard that and he's like, that's me. They're talking about me. Yeah, that's great. Well, good to know. We've now learned Whoopi Goldberg's real name is Karen Johnson. Not as sexy. Not at all. But all I'm, right. I'm I'm all wrapped, wrapped up here. Okay. Thank you. Missed. Appreciate it. All right. There you go. Uh, yeah. You really got cut off there at the end. Let's talk trading stock options, man, because <clears throat> this is, uh, I, I, you look, I wrote a bunch of notes. Let me go over the notes. I don't want this to be another dissertation, another, not sermon, whatever you call seminar. seminar. I don't want that. Yeah. I don't want another seminar. But okay. there is a lot. It gets kind of technical and gets into the weeds. So interrupt the living shit out of me here because I don't want to just go on and then it being too technical. Again, we're not even getting into it, really. It's just it's complicated, and I don't want it to be complicated. So I tr- I'm trying to dumb it down, but there are some terminology uh, 
things that we're going to bring up that you have to know if you're ever going to trade stock options. You have to know these things. So once again, let's start off by saying this is entertainment purposes only. All right. Normally we're talking about Whoopi Goldberg and her real name and why she's named after something that my parents would think of as a sin. So what do we, let's, let's, let's just start saying we're not financial professionals, total noobs on this. Consult a pro if you're ever going to start trading options. So, Pike, in your brain, what is trading stock options? What does that mean to you? Well, I think you're talking about, like, day trading. Is that right? Yeah, this is, I would throw like, this in the category of day trading, sure. Yeah, where you're just, like, on a day-to-day -day basis buying and selling stocks. Correct. So it's not, like, a long-term long investment where you're putting money into this company. You're just Every day, you're just, like, trying to play the the, the ups and downs in a short-term basis, trying to make quick money. Yeah, I would say so. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, quick, quick is, uh, is relative. Cause I will get to that here in a minute because it could be a couple months out. It could be, you know, pretty far away actually, but you're right. You're on there day-to-day -day basis. This is not investments. So I'm an investment guy. We all know I am an investment guy. I love passive income. I love getting uh, into the market early, slowly building your wealth, less risk that way, <clears throat> more return in the wrong run or long run. This is not investing. So if you're thinking about no. uh, trading options, consider it a job. You can consider it a hobby as well. That's fine, but don't consider it an investment because it is, really isn't. Is there money in it? Of course, there's a ton of cash in here, but inversely, there's also a ton of people losing a ton of cash. So just consider this not an investment. I wouldn't drain investments. I wouldn't take money out of investments to put it in to day trading. I would just consider this thing a completely separate entity, okay? Because I don't want to see anybody get financially fucking wrecked, which is definitely a possibility here. So no, I would feel I would I would carry some guilt. You know, I have yeah. to do with it. I just being here, I'd be like, man, I'd be like telling my wife at night, God, this guy. She'd be like, how's your day? I'd be like, oh, this guy just fucking ruined his life listening to our podcast. You know, he's got like his wife left him. He's got all this debt. Oh God, it's just it's weighing on me. Yeah, I know. We're just wrecking lives over here on the podcast. <laughs> Yeah, ah, I'd feel there'd be some guilt on my end too. But look, I mean, honestly, this is one of the most popular things I get messaged all the time. Talk about uh, like trading options and what is it? So let's get into it. So a basic overview. Okay, so how I like to equate it is there's like a couple ways to buy a house. You know what I mean? You got, uh, it's like buying a house. Yeah. You can buy it with cash okay. straight up, or you can just get a mortgage, right? And there's multiple ways you can get a mortgage. I'm not going to go into those. We'll do that later. But essentially, the idea of getting a mortgage is commonplace. People understand getting a mortgage. And what does it really mean? It means you're leveraging your money. You're using other people's money to buy shit for yourself. That's what a mortgage is. I'm borrowing money right. from the bank to buy a house I can no longer, or I could otherwise not afford. And what I'm going to do is right. I'm going to pay little, a little amount for the house. So it's mine. 
trading options is essentially the same for stocks. Instead of buying the whole share outright, what you're doing is you're buying a contract. That is the option part. You're buying an option. That's why they call it trading options. And options is essentially just a contract that you're agreeing to when you pay for it. And so how it works is this. Uh, where am I on my bullet points here? Okay, so uh, you are not going to own the uh, you're not going to own the stock outright. What you're going to do is you're going to enter an agreement with the person who owns the stock. And they are selling options and you're going to buy an option. So what happens is you have a bunch of different numbers, but it all starts with two things. It's either a put or a call. A call option is where you think the stock is going to go up in value in the future. Yeah. And a put is where you think the stock is going to go down in the future. So it's all speculating. Okay. You, you're, this is essentially, I, again, I'm going to throw it in the gambling category. What do you think is going to happen to the stock by a certain date? And you can pick that date. It's usually on a Friday and, uh, you could buy, they have different options. Like, of course, you could, they're called weeklies if you want to do it on certain Fridays. But usually it's like the 16th, I believe, of the month. I got to look it up. I can't remember. But there's different there's different days of the week that were the, uh, where, the, where the options expire. So what ends up happening is you, you go, okay, for example, I think by, I'm just, I picked on Best Buy here in our, our example, uh, Best Buy. What do you think is going to happen to Best Buy? You think it's going to go up? You think it's going to go down? Well, I think Best Buy, they're having a tough time during the pandemic. I think it's going to go down. Okay, so that's what you say. Got it. Cool. This is just an example. I'm going to put a put on Best Buy stock. So right there, you're now thinking Best Buy is going to go down. I want to put money on it that's going to go down. That's called a put. You're going to put Buy a put option on Best Buy. So let's walk you through how this whole thing works, okay? Calls, and now you're way, just like... Go ahead. Okay, so it's just up or down. It's not like how much. So even if it goes down 0.0001%, that you're still winning? No. Winning? No. It's no. by how much. It's like... Oh, it is. Yeah. It's how much... We're going to get to that. It's how much by a certain day it will go down. So it's like three factors. It's okay. going to go down... By how much? By a certain day. So, think about like, all right, so, it is, kind, is it gambling? Not really, because you can, say you've been following a company for a long time, and you think, okay, this company, you know, it's certain economic times, the company got new management, all oh, the company's releasing their annual report, they're going to bring their semi-annual quarterly reports uh they're coming out with their they're gonna report earnings coming up here i think they did really well everyone's expecting earnings to be high the stock will probably go up i'm gonna put a call option on it because i think the stock's gonna go up it means i'm gonna buy an option now so let me talk about before we start getting into puts and calls what the actual option is because this is where it gets a little complicated and i want to make sure i explain it in the simplest of terms there's a person out there floating around in the world that has this stock. They own it. What you're doing is you're buying a contract saying, hey, dude, 
Can I borrow that stock for a little bit? I'm not going to keep I'm not going to keep it. I'm just going to borrow it. And then while I'm borrowing it, I'm going to try to make money on it. When I'm done, I'll give it back. That's what options are. Which is kind of, it seems shady as fuck because you're not actually ever owning the stock. You're just right. borrowing it, making money, and then giving it back to the original owner. So here's how, here's how that whole thing works. The owner isn't going to just give you the stock to go and try to make money on it. What they're going to try to do is they're also going to try to make money. So that is called the premium. So you have to pay a premium on borrowing that stock from the original owner. Stock options, by the way, are always sold in 100 share quantities. So if I had, if I want Best Buy and I go and I want to buy an option, a put option on Best Buy, thinking that, hey, Best Buy stock's going to go down. I look at the premium price of that stock option and I see a person is willing to sell me a option of $1.67. Okay, so that's the, the premium price, which means... This person is going to let me borrow this stock at a premium of $1.67. But remember, it's always sold in quantities of 100 So that means $167. Okay. Okay? So that's the premium. Keep that in mind because that's important. That's the actual amount of money that you are buying that stock option for. The other part of it is a date. You have the date. Hey, I think it's going to drop by May 5th. Cinco de Mayo, I think Best Buy is going to get wrecked. I, <laughs> it's going now, baby. Right? It's $100 a share. I think it's going to drop to $90 a share. I think Best Buy is going to lose 10%. Oh, oh fuck. Are you kidding me? They're going to get wrecked in a month. All right? So maybe you think that. I don't know what would drive you to think that. Doesn't really happen like that. But just for simple math, I'm doing it like that. So... $100 a share, I think it's going to drop down to $90 a share. That $90 a share, that's called your strike price. Okay, so that's the strike price and the premium price. You pay the premium price. So, I'm going to pay $167 in this example to essentially to bet that Best Buy drops by 10% by Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> All right. Oh, my. Okay. Now, the thing you got to remember, and this is, by the way, I just explained shorting a stock. So when you hear when people short stocks or when hedge funds short stocks, that's what I just explained. That's what, that's what happens when you short a stock. And that's what that movie was about? Like the, the, uh, this short was particularly big the big shorts right so what they yeah, did yeah. is they bought those options on the housing market they convinced the banks to say hey dude i think by certain date the housing market is gonna pop that bubble and then you're gonna owe me a bunch of money and so how that money part works out the, how do you make money okay i'm buying a stock option so Cinco de Mayo is one month from today when we're recording this, right? So what we're end up wait. the closer you get to a date, the 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 less and less that option is worth because okay. 
say we're on Quattro de Mayo and we're like Best Buy Best Buy's kicking ass, the economy's opening up, uh vaccines are rolling, and it's not looking like they're gonna drop ten percent as a company, and you got that option sitting there and you're trying to sell this stock option, right? And yeah. they're like they're like, dude, there's no way. No one's going to buy this insane option that expires tomorrow. So your option's basically worthless, right? So the farther out you are on a time from your option, the more the option's going to be worth. Because the more time you have your, you know, your, your prediction to come to fruition. All right. Does that make sense? So uh, when they shorted like the housing market, they did that years in advance and they were like, no, that's why they were just bleeding cash until it actually happened. And then their stock options were worth million, not even options, stock options, but you can short, you can short indexes. You can short individual stocks. You can short real estate. You can, you can do all this. Okay. This is, this is. Shorting a stock is putting puts. Remember, the inverse is also true. If you think a stock is going to go up, you write a contract saying, hey, when it gets to that price, dude, I can sell this contract to someone who wants to buy it from me. And that's why that's what, how you what make was that money. called again. That's called calls. Calls. Yeah. Got it. Calls and puts. Positives and negatives. So when you're buying stock options, you're either putting calls on a stock or you're putting a put on a stock put means you think the stock is going to go down a call means you think the stock is going to go up so in our example we are now buying best buy our strike price is 90 bucks current stock price is a hundred dollars okay i'm buying remember quantities of 100 100 shares i'm buying that contract for 167 dollars because the premium price was a dollar 67 i'm spending 167 dollars thinking that by Cinco de Mayo, Best Buy is going to go down. I'm going to short this stock. Best Buy is going to go down to $90 a share. They go, okay, the guy who owns all 100 stocks, 100 shares of Best Buy goes, fine. Here's your contract. Now I got the contract. Okay. Say Best Buy starts to dip a little bit. Goes down to $99 from 100. Stock price drops. People are starting to get a little worried. They're like, oh, fuck. What is going on with Best Buy? They, they keep saying they have PS5s. They don't have PS5s, bro. It's all going to hell, dude. I don't like the blue polo shirt and the khaki pants. I don't like this look. It's a bad look. Looks like they're on the opposite team of Staples. I can't. I cannot tell you how much I hate the blue polos. All right. So all of a sudden, drops down to 90. People are getting a little, or $99. People are getting a little skittish. They want to buy your contract, Pike. Because they're like, oh, man, this guy's got it. Well, you can now sell that contract you had. Remember, you never even owned any of the stock. You sell that contract for $99. Someone's willing to buy okay. that. And you just made, remember, it's in quantities of 100 You just made $900. Oh, Jesus. However, you got to remember that you had the premium price in there as well. So you got to subtract the premium $900 minus $167 leaves you with $733 in profit. Which you'll take given you put $100 in or like $167. $167. I mean, I mean, that's pretty damn good. Yeah. 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 But now is that 
that's, that's how probably that, easier. It's easier said than done. Absolutely. And a lot of people, what they'll do is they'll buy multiple contracts on a stock. And what they'll end up doing is if it drops to $99, they'll just sell one of their contracts off to try to recuperate their money, pull out the money, and now you're playing with house money. And then you're praying that Best Buy drops to $98. Does that make sense? So more people are then buying it. And you can sell your contracts for more money. Does that make sense? Because now they're now everybody's it going. Oh, it's going to drop down to not, you know, uh, uh, ninety, you know, whatever. So that's how that's how you short a stock. I hope I explained that right. I hope it wasn't too confusing. Yeah, no, you did. But where where does all this happen? Is there like a an app or a website or how do you find people who are selling or writing contracts for their stocks where would you do this that's a great question yes there's a, a bunch of different apps so you got like td ameritrade your e-trade account that you created pike they i guarantee you could yeah. do it on there robin hood okay. even though i don't i hate what they did with the gamestop thing and i think that's uh okay so those, uh, those yeah on robin hood you could you have can, that option got it yeah robin hood app is where most what they call us, you and I, non-professionals, they call us retail traders. So that's like the that was like the retail trader mecca was Robinhood until they really fucked up this GameStop thing. And by the way, everybody on the GameStop, that's what they were doing. That's what like Wall Street Bets is doing. They're all talking about these are the options that they're talking about buying. So when you yeah. start dumping in think about like dumping in your life savings on stock options you're buying a ton of shares because you're not just buying the share outright which is what i do by the way i don't i don't do this i'm not i'm not signing off on on this don't get me wrong there's a lot of people they spend their entire lives this is what they do they they sell options they trade options and they make a bunch of cash and that's you know whatever that's fine i i don't for me it feels weird you're selling something you don't actually own. That's what my brain hates that idea. And I don't like it. It's well, listen, listen to you, moral Michael. Jesus. No, I mean, if it's, it's just, legal. It's, I'm not saying it's illegal. I'm not saying it's a moral thing. I'm saying it's financially dangerous. That's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. Got it. <laughs> it's too easy to leverage your money quickly. Got it. Okay. So what you end up having is you got like a bunch of people that just jump in there that think, oh, I could do this. And dude, they get wrecked financially. So salute, salute. So what I end I up doing, here's what I recommend. There's a lot of different websites and apps out there. We can start doing this uh, without real money. So you can just try it. It's called paper trading. So it's a monopoly money. It's fake money. So you can get your feet wet on it. You can start putting calls and puts on a certain stock and then go up and down. And then the money in that account isn't real, which is nice because you kind of understand how, how it flows. I mean, I didn't get into a lot of it. There's a lot of stuff I didn't even get into. I didn't get into like entering entering a, a, a trade with an exit strategy. That's like 101. They always say enter a trade with an exit strategy. Uh, there's something called the deltas, which you'll see on the, um, 
on all these apps and all these sites that'll tell you, you know, what's the volatility? How much money do you have to break even at? And they're all, it's like Delta, Gamma, Theta, uh, all these different metrics that you can use to judge a stock. Okay. So if it goes up, you're going to net this amount of money. If it goes down, you're going to net this amount of money, that kind of thing. So you break even points. I didn't touch any of this. There's theories on this. There's writing contracts. There's, I'm telling you right now, this is the very tip of the iceberg on trading options. It's something that I particularly don't do. I've never done it. I just, I've, I've done research. Will I try it? I'll probably try it, but it's always going to be with just fun money. Is it something that if you're, if you're jumping right into it without knowing that much, are, are these other guys who are writing the contracts, are they going to be like taking advantage of you? Cause you're just a fool. Yeah. It's or like any it other thing. Exactly. Yeah. Well, it's like, I mean, in gambling, for example, like if you don't know what you're doing at all, you still have a chance of winning. Like it's, it's not like the dealer can, you know, take advantage of that. It's just pure luck basically. Right. But in this sense, is it the same where I still have a legitimate chance, even if I am doing it yeah. stupidly? Well, just like okay. gambling, you can get lucky. So that's, well, you right. know, that's the difference. You can still get luck. I mean, you know, the crazy thing is about this whole thing is that you can, I, I can, here, I'll just show you Robin Hood. I don't even really, I have a Robin Hood account. I don't even know if I can. Let's pick a, Didn't let's say let's Robin just, Hood. Yeah, go ahead. I always think of Throbbing Hood. Did we call it that for something? Or why, why in my head do I change it to Throbbing Hood? I don't. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. So if I go to buy. I don't I even think like I have Robin this set Hood. up, dude. I didn't even use this okay. thing. Uh, let me see here. But yeah, you can literally go to Robin Hood and type in uh, a stock. And then you can, if you have, once you get your account all set up and everything, you can just click on buy and you can just go to buy options. And then you can okay. click and then it says, you know, it gives you your break even point. It gives you your call. It gives you your put option. And then it tells you your premium and you click buy and it's that easy it's and so yeah i mean and that's that's what's that's what's super convenient you can get super lucky but it's also really easy to just burn a bunch of cash because you're not just spending a dollar 67 you're spending 167 dollars just by going Boop. oh that was fun Boop. Oh, that was fun and if you don't know what you're doing if you're buying a contract that expires tomorrow dude you just you just blew 167 dollars by a touch of a button by the way most people They'll probably put in more than just a hundred shares of that premium price. They'll buy multiple contracts, right? Oh, really? Yeah, and they'll let them. Yeah, because remember, time is your enemy when you're trading options. Because the longer, the closer it gets to that that date, the less that contract is worth. So, if it dips, you buy like three contracts. If it dips before Cinco de Mayo, you're going to sell one of those immediately to try to recuperate your money. It's a, it's okay. like a tactic, dude. I mean, it's, it's definitely chess and it gets really kind of complicated. Again, I've never even done it. I, uh, I understand how they work on a very basic 
level, and I'm sure I would understand how they would work uh, to a fuller extent. It scares the living hell out of me. I wouldn't recommend it. If you're going to do this, definitely trade, paper trade first to get your feet wet. Understand what you're looking at chart-wise. You're looking at spreadsheets, dude, that are very complicated. You're going to have to stare at for a long time. And they're all very important numbers because your money's connected to it. Well, this seems it seems fun, and uh, thank you because I know infinitely more now than I did an hour ago. You know, cool. I, didn't, I didn't even know this sort of thing existed. So, uh, yeah, dude, I, I think I'm gonna try it. I think I'm gonna give it a go. I might, maybe I'll do the the training wheels version for 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 a minute. But I think I'm ready just to blow a bunch of cash. Oh, God. What do you think of that? <laughs> what do you think of that? What do you think I dip into my? Can I withdraw from my 401k for this? Do not take out of retirement accounts to trade options. Do not do that. No. Okay. No. I just want to check. Don't. Okay. You know, I was thinking, I was taking some, taking uh, some stimulus money and doing some trade options. Let's do that. I'll do that. Oh yeah. Okay. That would be fun. I was thinking about that. Like, and I was also thinking about setting up an, an investment account. And I want to get into that. Maybe we'll talk about that. Let's talk about different investment portfolios tomorrow i know super sexy uh but uh but dude you know what we should talk about let's talk about dividend investing tomorrow because what i was thinking about doing also was taking some of that stimulus money and putting in a dividend account you open up i'll explain this tomorrow but you can open up a dividend yeah. account and then you buy only stocks that pay dividends so you get money i think it's every quarter Money's just coming in because you own a stock. They're going to pay you a portion of their profit because you're a part owner of the company. So what they do is they pay you a dividend and then you can take that money and you can do two things. You can take it and run, or you can just reinvest it and buy more stock, more dividend stock. So a lot of people, they earn passive income off of dividends. And I think we can just talk about that tomorrow and maybe I'll set up some of that too. So. I don't know. I think we should start having some fun with money here on the show. And again, this is not, this is like, go back. I think it was episode 376. Get those right. I, I titled the exact steps, the exact steps to managing your money. Do not do this until you've gone through all of those steps. Until you got your shit dialed in. Do not trade options. Do not try to become a dividend investor until you have, like, you know, your credit card paid for. This is not a way to do it. I do not recommend that. Well, I see I'm you thinking disregard that. that. I think I'm just going to try. I think I'm just going to go for it. Oh, for God's sake. You said, you said at the beginning, you're like, oh, you're going to love this. So, like, you hyped me up. I, I ready did. To do. do you, you love could, it? Yeah, oh, I do love it. And you could have almost <laughs> said anything. I would have loved it. But this, no, it. It's very exciting. Oh there. God! <clears throat> I think I've. I yeah. This is the the beast I didn't want to unleash in Pike here. It's almost well, like sports betting, isn't it? Um. Yeah. In a way. I mean, it's not as exciting because you don't. I don't know the players involved. Right, but, but you know the company. You know, I guess so. Yeah. Some people treat yeah, right. it just like sports do. They learn the CEO like they learn a head coach. 
And then they, they, they know like the CFO and the employees and the product and everything else. They study it just like a team. And then it's just like putting money on a sports bet where you have the spread, you know, Oh, what's the spread? Okay. Well, that's in my opinion, that would be like the strike price. What do we got to hit in order to make some cash here? Do you think it's going to happen? And then there's all these other uh, factors that play in economy, recession, uh, uh, technology, disruption in the industry. Is it Christmas time? Like, Is it, you know, like what, what's yeah. happening here to the stock? It's just, it's nuts, dude. So you're saying I got to get to know the, the employees of the company a little bit. I got to go, go walk around to Best Buy and just start asking questions to the guy. Need any help, sir? Actually, I do. Could you come over here? What was your name? Uh, Tim? Tim, let me ask you a couple questions. Well, uh, and just really get to know him on an intimate level. Tim might know saying? something. Tim might know that they're. Hey, man, just to be honest with you, we're getting rid of all the CDs. We're gonna that that uh, that's coming down. Dude, when the new Tool album dropped, I went to Best Buy to try to buy it, and the guy, I'm like, hey, do you guys sell CDs here? The guy looked at me like I was from 1864, and he's like, no. <laughs> No, no, they're all on the internet now, dude. I was like, yeah, I fucking know that the music's on the internet, okay? You don't need... I'm looking for a specific album that dropped today. It's Tool's new album. You guys don't sell it at all? They didn't. They did it. Unbelievable. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, maybe... Wow, what a dumb question. I know you're joking, but I think maybe that the employees on the inside, they would go, hey, guess what? We're no longer going to sell appliances here. We're selling... You know, we're going to make that whole area just for new video games. That might increase, if that's a nationwide decision, that might increase the bottom line or decrease it, depending on how you feel about, you know, they got rid of CDs because it wasn't selling anymore. Well, yeah. Even video games are, are pretty much all downloaded, aren't they? Yeah. Like, are, are the discs for video games even relevant? I mean, I like having the discs. More so that. Yeah, more so than a CD at this point, but probably on the way out. Probably on the way out, yeah. You're right. I mean, this is just, what is Best Buy going to sell in the future? What? Okay. <laughs> you know what? Cinco de Mayo down 10%. Here we go, baby. Let's go. Let's throw some puts on that, baby. Let's do it. Yeah, dude, it's terrifying. All right, there you go. That's that's day trading 101. Hopefully we skipped... Uh, uh, all the super technical stuff and it, and it kind of painted a nice broad stroke of what it is and how is Wall Street driving Lambos and shit around. And by the way, people are doing this on Wall Street without even their own money. They're using your money that you're investing in that hedge fund to, ju to do this. And then they take a percentage oh, of that. It's just, it's wild, dude. Well, happy to help. Yeah. All right, let's get those guys more money. That's what, All dude, right. this is what, this is what Wolf of Wall Street, uh, not really Wolf of Wall Street, but if you remember like Matthew McConaughey's character, this is what he's doing. Yeah. He's like blowing, snorting coke and getting hammered at lunch and then doing this with your, with your money. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Not a bad gig if you can get it. Yes, this is the news that matters. Yes, this is the news that matters. Holy shit. You know when you're just going out to masturbate in your vehicle, like in a parking lot? Uh, there, you know, there's a certain... Jesus you gotta find... Right. 
you got to be careful. You don't want to get caught. All right. Well, this guy here, right here in Florida, believe that or not, he got busted getting it on with himself, as the story notes, which is a weird phrase. But he was in his SUV. He's in a parking lot of a grocery store. People coming in and out like crazy. Come but on, he's man. just ignoring. <coughs> yeah, I know. No, I no, know. no. Wrong words. Don't, don't say that. Um, <sighs> stop it, please. I don't know if we got to that point because oh. people noticed. People walking by with their carts, you know, their families, noticing a guy that's quite obviously uh, jerking it. So they call the police. Police show up. This 22-year-old guy is in his vehicle. Pants are off. His underwear are completely off. Like, he is settled in. Watching <laughs> porn on his phone, even. Like, he's got a whole setup. He's settled in. Yeah, he's tucked himself in for the night, hasn't he? <laughs> yeah. So the cops show up and they're like, uh, sir, excuse me, what what are we doing here? And he's like, oh, well, I'm masturbating, <laughs> obviously. And they go, well, you can't do that here. He's like, well, why don't they say, why don't you do it at home? And this was the guy's actual response. He said, well, if I did it at home, I'd be afraid someone would catch me. Like his wife or I don't know, his oh. kids or something. So this was his idea to get away, get out of the house, to just do it in public at a Publix grocery store. And so they, uh, well, they arrested him. He's been charged with indecent exposure. So just be careful, Sparks. If you're going to go. <laughs> what are you giving me advice masturbate. for? Don't give, I don't need this advice. What are you <laughs> well, you, stri you strike me as a public masturbator. And it's not safe. <laughs> trying to help. Wait a minute. I do? What about me says that? Well, I just know that your your home situation does. It seems like it'd be almost impossible to get a good private jerk. You know what I mean? You got parents, you got kids, your wife. I mean, there's just nowhere to do it. Seriously, so no saying time. I have to go into my car and make it happen. <clears throat> yeah, I feel like you're volunteering to go get groceries, and everyone's like, "Oh, he's so sweet. What a guy." But really, you're just going to slap it around a little bit. Oh, and you might pick up some eggs and milk. <laughs> slap it around a little bit. <laughs> no, no, none of that is the case. Zero of that is the case. I am a uh, yeah, okay. when 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 that time comes, for lack of a better word, it is a it is a like shameful. I must all lights must be off. I I, I yeah. I've become Gollum. You know, I'm like in a corner. I'm like no one will see me. I must not look at myself. What I do is wrong. What's wrong with me? I'm a monster. <laughs> you know, that's the kind of person I am. I want nobody around for a thousand miles, preferably. And then I'll still look at me and be like, what have I become? Oh my, well, can you imagine like if you could, if you could hear your kid in the distance, like I, oh, could, no. I can't imagine trying to, oh my God, you hear one little dad, <laughs> I can't sleep. Like that would ruin the experience obviously
I look. So, I uh, don't recommend doing this, but I'm not going to defend. I'm not defending this guy. But is that in public? I mean, you're in your own car. I guess if people can see it, then yeah. If people can't see it, go for it. That's why you got to like, I don't know, park far away, like in the one, sp the spot that nobody would ever park, far corner of the lot. So it's like you and that guy with like the Corvette that he doesn't want anyone to scratch yeah. or to ding. It's like, you know, so they only do. <laughs> if you see a shitty car in the far corner of the parking lot, don't go near it. Okay. That door handle yeah. is, those windows stick for a different reason. It's disgusting. Uh, ick yeah so okay well, you can just up. get into a van or something or you know a, a tint your yeah, windows yeah you got tinted windows oh yeah I hate tinted windows I hate people with those like you pull up next to a stoplight and it's like black I'm like are you gonna shoot me or what I, I just don't you don't know I hate it yeah but you're in Florida now don't you get it doesn't it get hot there it's really sunny and bright it gets yeah people get those like aluminum wind window yeah. things. Yeah, they have them yeah. in Vegas too, man. All I'm over. sure you have to at some point. Yeah. yeah. I've got one. I haven't had to use it yet. I never used it. I said, ah, fuck it. Who cares? Let's get in here. Yeah. Just grab steering your hands around that melted. steering wheel. Yeah, burn. Maybe more people need to scar their hands on the hot steering wheel to stop them from, you know, flogging the dolphin in the parking lot of the grocery store. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Maybe a little third degree burn on those thighs will will dial back your your horniness. <clears throat> all right. Well, there you go. You would there. think. Right. I hope so. I hope so. That's all we got for the show, though, Pike. There's uh, trading options. Hopefully, it went over well. And if you did like it, make sure you hit and subscribe. Okay, thumbs up. That really helps out too, dude. We getting a lot of new reviews on the podcast over there on apple apple podcast search spark oh, yeah. show yeah link is there in the description we got a lot of new reviews i can't wait to do some common investing so if you comment on this video if you leave a review on apple all that kind of stuff we're going to read those re uh, reviews back on the show so if you give us a review on apple give us five stars leave a review and then that really helps out the show helps out the algorithm or some shit and then uh but you can say whatever you want in the review as long as it's got five stars that's all we care about the review itself will read back here on the show during a segment we call Common Investing. Uh, if you think I explained something wrong today, hit me up over on Instagram. It's at Sparks Radio. I would love to hear from you. Once again, I, I'm, I'm a total noob at trading options and all that kind of stuff. I'll dive into it. I'll, I'll I should say I'll dip my toe into it. I'm not going to go dive head first into it, but I will. If I lose a couple hundred bucks, I lose a couple hundred bucks. But I do want to try it. Maybe then I can speak more uh, accurately. But let me know what I messed up if I did. You can always follow this guy on all social media as well, at Pike Taylor Radio. Give him a follow. He's a good dude. Hopefully, he's not going to be on the street asking me <clears throat> hot financial tips coming up here when he's like, Dude, I put calls on Yankee Candle. And it didn't play out. I don't know why. I thought candles were the thing. Uh, so there you go. That's uh, that's the show. <laughs> Give us a rating, review, subscribe, all that shit. Any last words there, Pike? No, I don't have anything. So is it over, motherfuckers. Now get out of here. <laughs>